Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Perez, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a general advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, there's so much. There's some nights that we get ready to have this show and I'm like, uh-huh. what are we going to spend the next 45 <laughs> minutes talking about? Uh-huh. And we always seem to fill it, no problem. Yeah, it seems to, it works out. And then there's nights like tonight where we have like so much stuff to get to. Yeah. And so normally we have this kind of foreplay where we uh-huh. bullshit about something. And uh-huh. like this week in my notes, I have just like jump right in. Question one, like right at the <laughs> yeah. beginning. It makes sense. And then I log on to Reddit. Uh huh. And I see at the top of the news uh, under subreddit of, of uh, NBA. Uh-huh. Paul Pierce admits to crapping his pants in the NBA finals against the Lakers and faking a knee injury to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I oh, want to spend a ton of time on this, but we don't have time, Lance. Oops, I shit my pants. I'm like Al Roker. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> like, the Kmart commercial, and uh, why isn't Paul Pierce doing cameos in these things? Wow. I, this is revelatory. I remember <laughs> that game. Do you really? Yes. <laughs> I remember he, he came back in that game and started, like, just buckets, just nailing buckets. And I remember, like, man, this is like some um, Willis Reed stuff. Was he you commando? Know, the, what did they say? The rest of he had to I, fake the knee injury, go off the bench, commando? I'm assuming they have, like, uh, the the um, bicycle shorts kind of, you know, uh, ni- like okay. red nylon, yeah. you know, compression yeah. shorts or whatever. I'm assuming they have plenty of those in the locker room. Um, I, I'm going to ignore I'm gonna. I choose to believe he was commando, just free balling it the whole way. Maybe he was. Maybe. I mean, who am I to say? And and I mean, if he had a good game after that, why not just keep doing that? Exactly. It's your lucky charm. I'm literally packing right now for the Gulf Coast Dental Conference, oh. um, which I'm doing Friday. And uh, my rule is... Is that in New England? Uh, no, it's in uh, <laughs> Gulf Shores, Alabama. Oh, so it's not just a clever so, name. Yes. No, I'm, uh, I've decided to put... Uh, Put any abortion of jokes that I that I normally make. I'm not going to do those. No, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't have any of those in my yeah in my set. Um, Your type five I, is lacking. Yes, there's no no yeah none none this no, no abortion jokes this week. Okay, all right. Um, I always pack too many underwear. <laughs> <laughs> just be like you just don't know, right? Like you just never know. And so this, this sort of seeing that subreddit makes me like. Oh yeah, all right. That's like I'm doing the right thing. Like yeah, continue well, yeah. on, yeah. continue on. So I feel like Paul Pierce has now reached like sort of legendary working interferences status uh-huh. just from this. We, I, we need to dive into this again during yeah. the summer. I'm sure we will have some some slow points where we can really sure. dissect because we should be able to find footage of this on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And and we can uh, hamburger Jones uh, Zapruder <laughs> film this. <laughs> these alternate angles and whatnot uh, of, of this footage so that we can see this. But I think we, we it, you know, uh, we really have to get to the, the questions yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just want to talk about Paul Pierce now. 
Um, Lance, this is an advice show. Tonight it is. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strike out dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferencesgmail at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Keeping in mind that we have a sponsor this week and we have to do a quick turnaround on the show. <laughs> We're not interested in those. No, not just simple <laughs> boring questions. We don't want a bunch of boring questions. Like, who's the greatest NBA Finals comeback story of all time? Because we all know it's Paul Pierce, baby. Oh, yeah. The greatest NBA Finals comeback story ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. <sighs> Listener one, Carrie asks, seems like working interferences has a wow topic to discuss. <laughs> Lance, I didn't want to talk about this. I didn't either. But I probably got 10 to 15 different messages, texts, emails uh -huh. from people yeah. with the same sentiment as Carrie. Uh-huh. And as Jalen Rose would say on the Jalen and Jacoby podcast, got to give the people, <laughs> give the people what they want. Well, I'm hard-pressed not to. We, I mean, I... So. So I'm going to handle this with kid gloves a little bit, Lance. I think you probably will uh, as well. I, it's, it, it's the wise thing to do. But I feel like we need to <laughs> give some sort of just play-by-play -play here. Sure, yeah. I, I think there is some lack of perspective, and that's why the whining continues is because they don't see yeah. why. Well, and we'll get into that because yeah. I think okay. that's the meat of, the, of, the, that's the meat of right. these meat and potatoes. All right. But for anybody who is mentally healthy and stable and does not <laughs> take the dental Facebook world Both of as you. <laughs> seriously as some people do, uh -huh. um, the, last week there were some questions about something called the Dental Profit Academy. I didn't know what okay. the DPA was, the Dental Profit Academy was. Yeah. Apparently it was a, a group of people, or it was a... It was a I guess a website, uh, a resource, a hub of information that was sold as a lifetime subscription mm -hmm. by Dr. Anissa Holmes of Jamaica. Um, if you don't know who Anissa Holmes is. Uh, I heard she farted on stage. <laughs> no? I, I may have heard that as well, but I don't have hard, fast information okay. that she did indeed or did not pass gas on stage once. Okay. Um, again, I, I don't have confirmation of that. Um, she runs, uh, she has a podcast called delivering. Wow. She has a vast Facebook groups. I, I don't know if I would call it a kingdom. What's under a kingdom. Fiefdom. Yeah. Like she's like a liege Lord of okay. her delivering. Wow. Fiefdom. I guess. Lord I of the say. Veil. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> um, and so she has these sort of devotees, these acolytes, these sort of Seth Godin-esque um, followers. Yeah. yeah, yeah and sure. and so they kind of are, are all in on her and, and her, uh, I think, quote unquote, tribe uh, is, right. is what she refers to these as. Many, these many apologists. Apologists. Yeah, try what You know, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and so she also had this... Um, uh, Dental Profit Academy, which was sold, I guess, some number of years ago, th two, three, four years, depending on who you talk to, as a lifetime membership. So a few hundred dollars, whatever, 
um, and you were supposed to have lifetime access to the information held in this dental profit academy. Was that the know, only was way to? It? Was that the only way to have membership? Was lifetime? It was only, yeah, there's a, it was a one-time package, lifetime okay. access to the, all of the information held within. What that information was, I don't know. I was not a member. Okay. Apparently, some point last week, they decided, and and then Anissa and her and her fiefdom. Uh, over which she's liege lord. I just like saying that, liege lord. <laughs> um, decided to take down the Dental Profit Academy and start a new hub of information, resource of information, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And the people who had already paid a lifetime access were not given access to that. They were marketed to to buy, uh, once again, buy lifetime access. Yeah. And then they were told, hey, you've got one day. Oh, to, I didn't even know that. You know, you've got a day or two day, whatever it was. You have a drop dead date, at, at which point Dental Profit Academy will no longer be reachable. So go and get all your stuff now. Uh, and some people were upset because they had paid mm-hmm. for lifetime access and they were not going to get that. And um, some people took to the groups uh, and posted their grievances. Yeah. And there was some traction on those posts. Yeah. Upwards of at least the post that I'm currently have in front of my eyes, 398 comments. Oh, so some wow. 400 comments yeah. on this. Over time, I guess over the span of a day or two or three, I don't know the exact timeline, Anissa decided, hey, this was not a good idea. We kind of screwed some people. Yeah. What can Thank- we do to fix it? And I think eventually at the end, the resolution was, hey, those people who are Dental Profit Academy paying members for the lifetime will be grandfathered into the new service. Cool. That was the right decision. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely made the right decision. And I applaud her and and her tribe for um, recognizing the fact that people were frustrated, responding to that fact in a somewhat timely manner and being fluid and yeah deciding, hey, this system that we have set up is bad. Right. And we should fix it. Now, whether you want to get into, I'm not going to get into motives or any of that stuff, like, you know, whatever. Now, there was a problem and she fixed it. Uh Now, part of the reason that the optics on this problem were so bad was because she had gone on some podcast, and excuse me, I don't know what it is. I could dig around and find it. She had gone on some podcast and made the comment that she made $175,000 in three days on this dental profit academy. Wow. That's, um, huh. And that, (laughs) that's a tough look when you've been at the podcast with season two, episode seven of behind the membership. Right. Uh, with yeah. your host, the, the membership guys uh, is, is the name of, of the podcast. So there's kind of record of how well she did on this. And now she wanted more money and, and, and fixed it. And cool. And, and how long had this existed? Was, you said three years? A couple of years. I, years? You know, I, I, don't, I wasn't a member, so I don't have yeah. the exact, um, exact timing on this. But um, she fixed it. And, and cool. And uh-huh. I think at, at least at first on the thread, she was very, um, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I, I see this is what we're doing. Okay, I'm sorry, that's not enough. Yeah, let's do this. 
But it very quickly became... It very quickly became a uh, a plea of um, being a that Anissa was a victim uh-huh. of bullying, of uh, people saying you know um, mean things about her, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it very quickly turned from. I made this bad decision and fixed it and took care of my customers to woe is me. I have a, a, a child with some developmental uh-huh. anomaly yeah. or something, you know, so I, I don't remember what the exact wording was, but right. this has been so hard on me and you guys were so mean to me and my life is so hard because I have this, these issues at home uh-huh. and um, it very much became a plea for victim status. Yeah. That's, that's and that's one. that's where I that's where I draw the line. That's where I have a problem. That's yeah. that's to me the, the line that got crossed to when I was like, hey, you know, everyone, let's just get this thing fixed, and yeah, you know, life life will be good. And that, then it became to me this other narrative that just was I, I feel. Um, Tone deaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I've never walked in those shoes, so I'm, I, it's hard for me to say what I would have said, how we would have handled it. But I tend not to bring in irrelevant facts to contribute to a backstory yeah. that that doesn't make. It's not difference. like that. That sort of uh, oh, woe is me. I'm the victim. Uh-huh. Is that that to me is such a foreign. That's yeah. such a foreign thought process to me mm-hmm. that I don't, I, I, my brain would never even go there. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my brain would, would never, you know, talk about um, what rare gastrointestinal issues I have, uh-huh. what personality or whatever developmental disorders that my children have whatever personal dynamics are going on between me and my significant other, that that stuff is irrelevant here. That plea for victimhood, I I think is, is such, it's just, it's, it's such, it's not the right way to, it's not the right way to do any, it's not the right way to do life. Right. And it's hard to, to garner sympathy and act as a victim if you when made, made one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars in three days. Yeah, yeah, you 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 done and, well. Yeah, and not that money is is everything. And again, like no. Anissa, if you're you're listening to this, which you're not, I promise. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I I totally respect everything she's done. She's obviously she's built this fiefdom, right? Like, right? Yeah. I wish I was smart enough to come up with that, right? But obviously, right. I'm not. And if I was, I'd have fucked something up at some point too, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Oh yeah. So I, I get it, man. We all make mistakes. We all, I did, we did some, I figured out like we had a stupid system in my office that we fixed today, right? This stuff happens. Yeah. But then to just pivot right into that, like, I think we, especially, and I say in this country and the funny thing is that she doesn't live in this country. She lives in Jamaica, but even still like none of us are freaking victims, man. We, no. we are in such like we are in the, the cream of 
of life. Like, you know, yeah. and I don't, I don't know her financials, but she's in the top 5% of wealth in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, easily. Super successful. She has this massive following, multiple businesses that are all doing well. Mm-hmm. And somebody said something mean about her on the internet. Doesn't make her a victim. Gonna happen. There's victims. There are. There are real life victims. None of us are them. There's people that don't have a place to sleep. There's people that don't know where their next meal is coming from. There are people who are bought and traded in the sex trafficking business, right? Yeah. Those people are victims. Somebody said something mean about you on the internet. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of life, I think her exact quote is, this has been the worst week of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Anissa, you've lived a really damn good life then. Yeah. Yeah. If this is the worst part of your life. Because that tells me either, number one, you've never had a family member pass away. Mm -hmm. Or, number two, your priorities are royally screwed. If this was the worst week of your life. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said. If you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to prop yourself up into a a status that you have... You're going, someone's going to say something mean. Yes. Who, and it, it happens. Who gives it? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. There's always going to be a hater. Yep. You're, you're, you know, and I, I'm sure she thinks I'm a hater because I like to make jokes about things. And sometimes I make jokes about yeah. her, her tribe, so to speak. And some of the folks that are in that tribe. And the passion at which her tribe follows her, those are all things they've joked about in the past. Uh-huh. Does not mean I don't respect her? No. What I don't respect is this immediate plea for, woe is me, yeah. I deserve your sympathy, I was bullied. And so what should have been a one-day thing, uh-huh. hey, we changed this, it's fixed. Because of this sort of victim pleading that's happening on all of these groups now by her and her tribe. Uh-huh. This is now tr- we're going on week two of this, right? Like we've yeah. been through one. This this happened over a week ago. Was it? Oh, and and there's still stuff going on today. Yeah. About about how there's this fake Facebook page about Dental Hub 360, and that that's uh-huh. that that that's cyberbullying, and cyberbullying caused people to commit suicide, and uh-huh. so we can't, uh, you know, we can't stand for this anymore. And it's like. All right, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, that really escalated. That was, it was a pretty silly, uh, silly response. I I don't know. Thank God, I I spent a, a little while, about six months ago or so, quitting all these dental groups. So I missed oh some of it. So I'm in some, but but not nearly what I had been. I, I will imagine. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's, it's a glorious moment when you really don't have that much dental going through your, your oh, newsfeed. I would kill for that, my friend. <laughs> you got FOMO or something? You just can't quit the, the groups? The problem is, Lance, is that we use this, these groups for content. <laughs> That's true. And my role in this show, uh-huh. because I'm not the best editor, I will edit probably, what would you say, 15% of the shows that we do? Sure. Out of the 70-something shows we do, I think I've edited maybe 10. Uh-huh. Less than that, six, eight, somewhere in there. Sure. So editing's not my forte. Yeah. Sound engineering's not my forte. I find the questions. Uh-huh. So I got to have questions. And so some of these groups <laughs> yeah, are where I sense. get them. It does so make if sense. So it, if it wasn't for that, I would g- gladly leave them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I do. There's there's two names that I want to put out there real quick, and this is just sort of standing up for my boys. Okay. Um, I feel like Jason Lipscomb, who's uh-huh. who, <laughs> Chris Hoffbauer called Jason Lipscomb, <laughs> which made me laugh <laughs> the hardest last week possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you, Jason, but shit, that was funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, and Alan Mead. Uh, are are getting really tor- like torn asunder and, and being called all sorts of crazy names, um, being bullied by the people who are accusing them of bullying them. It's this weird sort of huh. self defense mechanism that doesn't count because they feel like they were already bullied. I, I don't get it. Yeah. But um, Jason and, and and Alan are getting dragged through the mud because they quote unquote just let this happen. Well, yeah. listen. Dental Hacks Nation, which is where a lot of this transpired, is uh-huh. Jason and Alan's group. And they are very open about they're libertarians. Yeah. They just like they just let stuff like they don't even look at the post before they get approved. They just approve everything. Yeah. And yeah. they let the market decide out. They don't curate what happens in their group. Yeah. Adam Smith it's, economics. It's their group. They get the to do what they hand. want with it. How are they else are they supposed to certify the dumpster fire without letting it become a without it becoming fire? a? I mean, all right. So if you want to curate, if you have a group and you want to curate it, cool. It's your group. Yeah. You have every right to do that. Sure. What you don't have the right to do is to come in and put Jason and Allen on blast for running their group the way they want to run it. Yeah. And at some point, there was a comment of, "Well, I gave Allen the idea to start the group." Oh, okay, <laughs> great. So that 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 means that he has to do it exactly your way. Is that it? I mean, like, I don't understand that defense. I yeah. I don't from my personal experiences with both Jason and Alan is I don't think either one of them have a mean bone in their body. I haven't seen it. I really don't. I just like, I, I think that the, the tribe quote unquote mm-hmm. thinks that people think way more about them than they actually do. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And this is a conversation I've had with a couple of those people. Like you really think I think a lot more about you than I actually do. The amount of brain power I use uh-huh. on you guys is virtually 0%. I don't think about you mm-hmm. until stuff like this happens. And then it's like, all right, well, this is what number of minute are we on? This is 20 minutes a show. So great. Yeah. cool. Um, but other than that, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I'm always looking at, I, I, I never like to be the first person in on a market. Okay. But I like seeing someone go in first and then seeing how I can adapt the idea mm. and make it better. So I have, I'm, I'm launching a new, a new, a new, um, mastermind group. Oh, so it's called the, the talk all the shit you want about Josh mastermind. Group. <laughs> and so I need 1000 people to sign up. Uh-huh. Entry fees, $175. Now that's a lifetime membership guaranteed. And as part of your membership, you get to say whatever the hell you want about me online, in person, whatever. And I don't care because Why? I'll have 175 grand cash to go to the banquet. That's why I won't care about what go. anybody says about me online. Yep. You're you're a I don't know how old you how old Anisa is. I don't know. I, this is a bad idea. It's always a bad idea, Lance, but guessing a woman's age. No, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's I, I'm just guessing you're a 45 year old woman. Sure. This this stupid like this needs to not be the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> you need a a, a strict. Uh, you need a grounding. You need mm-hmm. 
if this is the worst week of if that was the worst week of your life, you got some living to do, girl. You got yeah. some living to do because you're just living behind your computer and that ain't good for anybody. No. Can I count on you to join my mastermind group, Lance? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I need a thousand people. So for this to go down, I need a thousand people. Uh-huh. Just email the show, yeah. your PayPal link, 175 bucks. Venmo's great too. Um, at J Austin DDS on Venmo. Um, uh-huh. PayPal, um, J Austin DDS uh, any of those, just submit your 175 bucks. And as soon as I get a thousand and the mastermind group is live, I'll even give you a list of curse words and names that, you know, <laughs> just so you don't like have to think about, uh-huh. you know, anything like you can just pull, you know, like sort of like one of those quizzes, like, Oh, what's your Harry Potter name? Right. And it's right. like the month you were born and your favorite uh-huh. color, the shirt you're wearing or whatever. Yeah, like that's okay. how you come up with your Harry Potter name. Like it's, it'll be like that. It'll just be a super easy way uh-huh. to find a name to call me. Um, you know, um, like a, a chopstick goblin, pizza faced, yeah. uh, uh, a goon potato. Like, okay, it's just a <laughs> random name generator came up with uh-huh. that. Yeah. That was perfect. What do you think, Lance? Lifetime membership. Good luck with that. Putting it on wax, Lance, <laughs> as I heard some young people say. Putting it on wax. Putting it on wax. I have not heard that one. Um, I looked oh, it up earlier. God, I'm old. Um, putting it on wax is a reference to the Beastie Boys. Um, and uh, Urban Dictionary says, spoken words so profound, moving, or inspiring that they should be recorded on vinyl. Put it on wax, Lance. All righty. Putting it on wax. Sounds good. Question two. Do you have anything to add to that one? I have none. Listener Gina asks, and now I can finally say that I've seen everything. It's been a long time since someone asked me for dental advice at a party. It used to happen frequently, but it hasn't come up lately. Maybe it's because I didn't offer good advice. Uh, <laughs> we're with you on that one. <laughs> Partners in crime. Uh-huh. Or perhaps because I typically respond with reciting my office hours and encouraging the inquiring party to call my office during said hours. But today was different. I wasn't at a party. I was at an effing funeral. I just threw three spadefuls of dirt on the coffin. I feel like it's a Jewish thing. The rabbi was still halfway into the prayer, and I was visibly distraught. The deceased was my friend's father, whom I've known for many years. He's very eloquent and intelligent, and a man who left too soon. But this family friend and a longtime patient had some dental issues. She had already had an appointment scheduled at my office tomorrow with my associate. But since I don't work on Friday, she felt this was the perfect opportunity to bring her dental issues up at a funeral. She's a great patient. Neither her nor any of her family members ever miss an appointment. She pays in full, never negotiates or questions anything. She needs a lot of work. She didn't spend as much on her dental implants in my practice as the Kardashian clan spent on all their other implants, but I'm pretty sure she came close. I didn't want to be rude to her. I suppose the big rollers have more flexibility. Wow. Big rollers? High, um, what's, what's the high roller? Yeah. Is that, is that what, is that, is that where I'm getting stuck on that? Like that seems weird. Uh huh. That yeah. phrase seems weird. I think it's high roller, right? It's high okay. roller. Sure. High roller. Yeah. We'll go big down. rollers have more flexibility. <laughs> it just makes me think of big floppies. <laughs> um, but still at a funeral, I usually am pretty good with a witty comeback, but this time I just stood there blinking until my husband pulled me away. 
This is either rhetorical or possibly suitable for working interferences. What the F is wrong with people? Which is a question that we've been asking but have yet to find yeah. a suitable answer. Have you ever been ad- uh, approached for dental advice uh, at a funeral? I have not. I have not. That doesn't mean I won't. It just hasn't happened yet. Has not happened to me yet either. Even at parties and stuff like that, doesn't happen to me often. Yeah, it's actually been a little while since I've been getting those propositions. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed to happen a lot when I was a new grad. I don't know why they seem to be more often then than now, but maybe I just got that resting bitch face thing going and people know better. Than RBF. To... <laughs> Lance got that RBF strong. Uh-huh. Um, so this Gina happens to be Gina Dorfman, uh, host of Behind the Smiles, uh, who, who I, me personally, I adore. Uh, She's awesome. Great. Uh, one of the highlights of my days when I see Gina posted on something. Um, can I admit something to you, Lance, not being judged? No. But go ahead. <laughs> Remember, you have to pay $175 to my mastermind group That's right. to judge me. And there's no judging until you pay that $175. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I enjoy the show Downton Abbey. Same. Yeah. It's a great show. Love the show. And it's a soap opera. Oh, yeah. I get it. I mean, it's not like... Oh, and they're shooting a movie. I can't wait. Days of Our Lives. Is that the pull I was looking for? Sure. Is that Are soap operas still on? No, I think the final one just got pulled. So there's okay. So they're kind of done. So th- this to me, like this is a it's a soap opera. I mean, it's on BBC or whatever or PBS, whatever it is. It's a soap yeah. opera. So yeah. so I, I I admit it with some trepidation about judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the shit out of that show. It's a it's dope so show. So good, especially like seasons one, two, three, amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I remember lots of people started dying in Townsend Abbey. <laughs> uh huh. It seemed like it became a, like I the writers room. It's just a bunch of British guys sitting around. It's like I can't figure out what to do. Can you? Yeah. Well, let's kill off somebody. Like that's just that was just their play. They just killed somebody. Just anytime yeah. they couldn't figure out what to do, somebody died. Yeah. So a lot of people died, and I think main characters that they probably like wish they didn't have killed off. Like uh-huh. one episode after they killed them off. Um, so there were a lot of funeral scenes. Uh-huh. Um, and what you know, uh, the the costumes were such a huge part of Downton Abbey. Very much, very much, and and black is very slimming, so it was a very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, and and so the the sort of, I, I don't remember which particular main character this was referring to, but mm-hmm. I, I specifically remember like there being a discussion on Downton Abbey about like wearing black and certain sort of like morning clothing for like months after the funeral like a certain uh-huh. number of months or whatever a certain number of days like it was it was a long time and they would have to wear you know these sort of uh, morning uh, attire clothing uh, and morning with a u not uh-huh. uh, the time right. of day and and there was be a lot of um the only thing i could relate it to is sort of like a, a tortilla holder that would go on the back of your head and then had a veil that would come over, you know, the women's heads, the women's, huh. you know, face, a black yeah. veil, yep. um, you know, to, I guess, signify that they were in mourning. I don't think anybody would ask advice of you had she been wearing some sort of traditional black veil. Do you? Yeah, I think that would, that would have helped. What do they call that thing? 
I just searched for a black funeral veil and, and kind of the exact same, the exact stuff that I was asking uh-huh. for came up. So mourning veil or funeral veil, um, that seems to be, to me, you know, just an instant sign of, hey, maybe don't engage. Yeah, that, that uh, seems to be a universal truth. So I think we need to come back out with the sort of tortilla holder uh-huh. with a black veil attached to it for funerals. Can you make it for everyday attire? <laughs> Just so people know to not talk to you. I do not want to talk to you, stuff. asshole. Yeah, um, yeah that, I th- it might not be a bad idea, actually. We can maybe come out with some b- sort of working interferences branded you know, <laughs> funeral veil uh-huh. um, that can be worn. That really gives the signal of, hey, um, don't talk. I'm to me. not interested in <laughs> any type of communication, small talk, whatever. Mm-hmm. Funerals are always uncomfortable for me. They're never a good time. I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, I don't that. know anybody who's super comfortable yeah. at a funeral. I guess I should say. I mean, they have uh, wedding crashers, but there's not really many funeral, no funeral crashers. crashers. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. So. Um, although I'm curious about the spread. Um, you know, the food spread after mm. a Jewish funeral. You know, do we have the mm. latkes? Right. Got the, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. out with another Jewish food. Uh, gefilte fish. Yeah. That, that stuff. Do we have that Monster stuff? Balls? Do we have, yeah. Do we have the brisket? Like what, you know, what, which one, you know, what is it? The, is, is it good Jewish food or is it the mm-hmm. sort of train wreck Jewish food? Right. Um, it, I, I've always they break out the Manischewitz right around that time, I think, too. Yeah, the, the fortified wine is always, uh-huh. a, is always yeah. good to get you through a funeral. The yeah. the problem with the funeral to me, Lance, is is I don't really even want to like say anything to anyone. I don't want to have any mm-hmm. thoughts because uh, assuming it's not a relative of mine, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of like, when is it appropriate for me to make another joke? Right. I, it's it's inevitable. I'm going to say something wrong. Right. So, so it's, it's like, can, how can, yeah, can I just not say anything till we leave? Uh-huh. Can, can I make a joke in the car? Can I make a, a, a sarcastic remark after right. we get home? Like, we, like, do we have to have changed clothes from the funeral? Does my suit have to be off before I can right. say the sarcastic thing or, 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 or not? Is this, is this the next day before I, I can? So yeah. that's sort of part of the reason, like, I, I'm just not talking much at a funeral to anyone. Mm-hmm. Much less asking somebody for for advice. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, I use humor as a as a defense mechanism, a coping mechanism, and so all yeah, I'm going to do is say something wrong. Massive hole in my yeah. in my psyche and in my uh, <laughs> and, and and in my brain in general. Like that's sort uh-huh. of what I fill that hole with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, my game at a funeral is to not not say anything. I think this is a super tough look for the patient. How would you handle this? Because I think Gina's husband was Johnny on the spot. I, I think yeah, the sort of arm around, one Corral, arm around, yeah. yeah, and then one hand still on the shoulder. So you've got you know that kind of move going on, yeah, and just sort of leading her away. I think that's the perfect move. So Gina's husband, I don't know what his name is, um. I think he nailed it. Yeah. What if Holly's not there to do that for you, Lance, and someone asks you about whatever 
bogus crap? Like, what's what's your move? Oh, I mean, it's usually the, I'll say the wrong thing and offend anybody yeah. within your shot. So she usually knows better than to leave me unattended. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, yeah, I'm. I, I think you just have to go with, I'm so sorry, my mind is elsewhere. Yeah. I think that's well, just I, what you have. That's staring the at them is, is a good one. Yeah, just stare at them, dumbfounded, open mouth, and uh, eventually but, they'll figure yeah, out that... Yeah, you can't have that, like, a, oh, you're a stupid idiot look <laughs> on your face. But potentially, maybe just more of a, of a deer in the headlights, I, I yeah. would say, kind of uh-huh. look. I think that would sort of buy you some... Um, you know, cause all you really got to do is like three beats of silence and having that deer in the headlights look. And I think this patient gets the sort of drift of, uh-huh. oh, I've done something terrible. You'd hope, but I have found many people do not pick up on nonverbal cues and continue digging a hole and saying more and terrible. People suck. That they do, Lance. That they do. So I think, Gina, next time uh, you have a, a funeral, wear the sort of Downton Abbey kind of uh, funeral morning veil um, so that you don't have to have to deal with this. You're going to then have to continue to do this sort of Downton Abbey six weeks of, of mourning clothes, like only black for six weeks, no color, no flowers, anything like that. Consult oh. the, the Downton Abbey style guide right. for further information, um, which is something I do regularly anyway. Um, you know, cause I always, I always do wear the, 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 the black tie to dinner, but the white tie, you know, to, uh, to afternoon festivities, uh-huh. um, you know, so you have to, you, you just have to be up on that. So if you really need a valet is what you need. You need your own Mr. Bates. There you go. You need your own Mr. Bates. So thankfully Gina had her Mr. Bates with her. Well, uh, no, they're in England. So that, that's master Bates. <laughs> Thank you, Lance. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, where, uh, where the funeral veil and I think people will leave you alone. I'm actually going to try that. I'm going to wear the veil tomorrow at work go. and just sort of see, uh-huh. you know, how things go. Oy vey, as <laughs> our friend Gina would say. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Hey Lance. Yeah. We have a sponsor for today's show. Yeah. How about that? Um, I want to give a big shout out to our friends at dental economics, uh-huh. uh, and the principles of practice management conference that's coming to Norfolk, Virginia. Is Just, it Norfolk or Norfolk? Um, I'm going to say Norfolk. Okay. Cause I'm comfortable saying Norfolk. Okay. Um, the dates on that July 18 and 19, 2019 at the Norfolk Waterside Marriott. Um, Lance, do you have any frustrations as a business owner? Uh, what time of day is it? <laughs> I think the answer for most of us is yes. Uh, that would be a, a positive, affirmative yes. We all have frustrations, and, and we often go to conferences and leave with some rah-rah, leave with you know some fluff, but not leave with solutions. And that is not this conference right so if you come july 18th and 19th in norfolk virginia to the dental economics principles of practice management conference you're gonna hear from some of the industry heavy hitters like roger levin have you ever heard of him i have 
Diane Watterson. There you go. Vin Cardio. Chris Salerno, the dreamboat himself. <laughs> Greg Presti. Uh-huh. Ian Schumann. Jerry McGoldrick. Patty G. DeGanji. Lou Schumann. Alan Schiff. Chip Fickner. I mean, these are like the financial names of names. Like these, these are the folks to talk to. Uh-huh. Um, and they are doing registration deals, baby. Deals. Oh, Early bird deals. registration. We love the deals. Early bird registration has been extended. So you can still get that discounted price. I like the it. The actual full group or the full cost of this is over $800, Lance, but you can get that for much cheaper. Five ninety nine is the there deal right now. It's a bargain. Meals, that's a networking cruise on Thursday night. A little a little fun cruise around the Norfolk Harbor, I guess. Inlet. Bay. Fjord. <laughs> <laughs> um so check out. Let me get you the right website here. Principles of practice, MGMT.com. So it's principles of practice, MGMT.com. Principles of practice management conference by dental economics. Be there or be broke, Lance. There you go. You ready for a doozy of a Reddit question? I think so. Reddit user Ohm Snap <laughs> says... My dentist might secretly be a gang member. Not a dentist, but just last week I saw signs that my dentist might belong to a gang. I was in his office and getting my annual cleaning, and I couldn't help but notice what looked like a chain hanging out of his cupboard. So while he was walking back to review an x-ray he took, I got up and inspected it. It's a really big gold chain with a golden tooth at the center. I have no idea what kind of gang uses teeth for symbolism. I put it back before he returned. I didn't want him to think I was snooping, so I didn't ask him about it. But on my way out, he stopped to talk to one of his employees, so I peeked in his office and saw a frame with the words Teeth Gang and Skeleton Crew on the wall, which only reinforced my suspicions. <laughs> Does anyone else think maybe my dentist has some skeletons in the closet? I would have a bone to pick with him over it, but I think I better mind my business. Do you think that he's in a gang? Well, the first thing about skeleton, the teeth gang club, is we don't talk about it. So, Ohm, Ohm's snap, we're gonna find you, and the yeah, Illuminati. Yeah, you, you're now, yeah, you're now, you're now marked a marked man. We're gonna find you. Here's the thing, Lance. Uh huh. If, if if their dentist was secretly in a gang, uh huh. I really hope that they would pick a better name than Teeth Gang or yeah. Skeleton Crew. Pretty sure this that's the lamest group. If that's true. Would it surprise you? Probably. I went to Wikipedia to find a list of <laughs> names of criminal enterprises, gangs, and syndicates. Oh, really? Across the world. Huh. And I uh, yeah. scrolled through them. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, I found some, some cool ones. So I'm just going to read kind of some ones that I'm just scrolling through and I find cool. Okay. All right. And this is teeth related or this is just No, these are just these are just gangs in general. Okay. All right. The, All right. The Black Eagles. Okay. Super cool, right? Okay. Los Zetas. 
That sounds Ooh. like that's intimidating, right? Very intimidating. Just pull the Paul Pierce and crap my pants. Yeah, I was a hundred percent. This <laughs> there's there's a couple from Canada that that one is they both make me laugh. The Rivard Organization. <laughs> it sounds like a, a hedge fund group. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Canadian, so it's very polite. Uh huh. The other one I love is the Bacon Brothers from Canada. Oh, oh, hey, hey, we're in the Bacon Brothers, hey, you better, you better pay up, hey, or I'm going to come back with this bottle of maple syrup and break it over your head, hey, go Raptors, huh? Hey, yeah, go Leafs. Yeah. Is Kevin uh, their uh, mascot? Is, uh, is who? Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Okay, that's a good idea, though. I would like that. I've missed that one. I, I was thinking of Kevin Fryer, our friend. Uh, I'm like, well, I, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he okay. does, <laughs> he does live in like an old mafia part of Cleveland. Uh-huh. Um, I, I love all the sort of crime families, the Rizzuto crime family, the Cotroni, uh-huh. Lupino, okay. Musitana, Papalia, Sederno, Comicio. Those are all like the sort of family okay. groups. All right. This one's super cool. The Broadway mob. Super. Ooh. That's great. Super cool. <laughs> I like this one. The Circus Cafe Gang. Okay. I'm not as intimidated by yeah, those that's, guys. That's less, uh, <laughs> a little less scary, but at the level of this teeth gang. Skeleton love, crew. Yeah, the, the Polish mob has a few entries. One of them is the Kielbasa Posse. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're invading uh-huh, the, uh-huh. the turf of a Polish mob, you know they're going to get pissed and they're going to maybe have some retribution. So the key is if you just walk in backwards, you can tell them that you're leaving and they'll, they'll believe <laughs> you. So that's how, that's how you deal with a Polish mob. It's a that's Polish big. joke for that's you. That's how you infiltrate the gang. Polish joke for you, Lance. Got it. Um, in uh, in Hawaii, we have the company, which I feel, mm. you know, I, I'm not I'm not as uh, as as that's not as intimidating. Um, the Gambino crime family has an offshoot called the Ozone Park Boys, which oh. I guess are are really into the Green New Deal, probably. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Here, what else do we have? We have a lot of just like the Kansas City crime family, the Los Angeles crime family, Cleveland crime family. A little, oh. little stuff on the nose, right? Denver crime family, like little little on on the nose. Not with, very creative. Um, in in the Jewish mafia in New York City, we've got the Bugs and Meyer mob. Oh, the Rosenzweig gang, <laughs> the Rothstein organization, which again sounds like they're day traders, right? And they're huh, just like trying yeah. to get their hedge fund up and going. Same with my the portfolio. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They totally give you some investing advice, as well as the Shapiro brothers. Uh oh. But this one is good. This is the best Jewish mafia gang. Okay. The Yiddish Black Hand. Uh oh. That's a good one. That's gonna leave a mark. In Boston, we've got the 69th Street Gang. Nice. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see the Cleveland Syndicate, which I really think the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns should change their name. Yeah. To the Cleveland Syndicate. Um, in Philadelphia, we have the Black Mafia. Oh. And the Junior Black Mafia. It's uh, less intimidating. A little bit. A little bit. Oakland, the 69 Mob. Nice. Okay. Um, again, in Baltimore, the Williams Organization, which is an offshoot of the Crips. Oh, really? The Williams Organization. <laughs> huh. It sounds like a defense contractor fund, right? Like, it's very yeah. strange. Yeah. Very, very strange. Um the Tui gang, 
which huh. doesn't again strike much fear into me. Um, and you got a bunch of names like Danny Hogan's gang, which I guess all depends on whether or not Danny Hogan is intimidating. The Danny Walsh gang, the Tom Dennison Empire. I like that one. Um, the Tom Dennison Empire. This is this might be my favorite one. The Belgian milieu. <laughs> it's okay. so European, it's not even funny. The Belgian milieu. I don't know if it's intimidating, but it's great. That is yeah, a great yeah. gang name. The Belgian milieu. I want to join. I think you could because you do have your Belgian dental license, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, sh- I should uh, contact them. Is there is there contact information there? They do have a um, they do have their own Facebook page. It's an organized okay. crime that started okay. in France. Huh. Um, it was uh, based in urban major cities such as Marseille, Grenoble, Paris, and Lyon. Okay. Um, organized crimes uh, organized criminals are collectively known as the French mob, and singularly known as Le Beau, Voya, huh. um, aka the Goodfellas, operating huh. within Le Milieu, which I guess stands for the un- or, or translates to the underworld. But huh. uh, I don't know if that's a direct translation because probably, I, I feel probably, like that, Milieu is more like uh, in the middle. In, in, yeah, I've used I've yeah. used that term Milieu before, but never um, yeah. talking about the underworld. Um, yeah, you were using love, it wrong. The black hand, you know, that like the uh-huh. Chicago black hand. That's the black hand is great. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Ames organization again, like eh, county firm. It just don't put organization. Yeah. Like, organization just doesn't make it scary. Oh. Um, a lot of a lot of ones with numbers like 13. 13 seems to be a number because I think there's um, MS 13, uh, you okay. know, that you would have like in California. But there's so there's a lot of 13. So a dental gang numerology. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't I don't know enough about yeah. numerology to know like what. 13 means other than i know it's considered unlucky um but you could totally have like a something 32 gang right like 32 teeth sure um the 10th avenue gang you know so all that's sort of 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 a lot of these are geographic which you can't really do because dentists everywhere right so right want this to kind of kind of be everywhere i saw this and i thought maybe this is still related it says dutch mob Okay. But when I first read it, I thought I, I read Dutch MOB. And I was saying like, you know, Misia Kuzel Buckle. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what about like uh what about the the MOD boys or something like that? Huh. With like a Z. Boys with a Z. Yeah, well that, that you gotta have a Z. That legitimizes you right away. Always throw the Z. Yeah. Um also in, in Europe, the Gooch gang, which I love. <laughs> okay. The Burger Bar Boys, which again I'm not really intimidated uh, by them, no, not so much, because um, I've I've never been impressed by a burger I've had in Europe before. Um, Can't think of any. No, <laughs> I love this one. This is a, a a big gang in South Africa. The Area Boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> very generic. Uh huh. Oh, them Area Boys, not Aryan Area. Area boys. Ah, okay. Uh, right. We got the 69ers, the motorcycle outlaw motorcycle club. Huh. Of course, the Hells Angels, which is super rad. Wow. Um, Pagans motorcycle club, the Sons of Silence, Ooh. the Black Pistons, the Highwaymen. The motorcycle clubs all have cool names. They they tend to, yeah. All have cool cool names. So I I really feel here's uh, there's a burglary ring known as the Sugarman Gang. Huh. 
So maybe we'd be like the anti-Sugarman gang. Right, right. Something like that. I'm really thinking like 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 MOD 32 boys or something like that, right? Yeah, like I, that's kind of yeah. I th- there's not really a cool gang name for teeth. Uh, the thirds. Oh yeah, a group of oral surgeons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I think the, the odds are pluggers. Ooh, I do like that one. The screwdroppers. There we go. Screwdroppers. That's a good one. That's a, I think that's what Justin Moody's gang should yeah, be. Could be. We yeah. need to get necklaces, uh, uh-huh. big gold necklaces with gold implants on them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great. I think that'd be great. So that's kind of the coolest thing I think we got is the screwdroppers. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain. What was the guy's name? Ohm Snap. Ohm Snap, yeah. That your dentist is not in a gang. No. <laughs> the odds sure. are really... <laughs> the odds would be a guess. How, how many dentists are there in the United States? 100,000, something like that? Nice round yeah. number. Yeah, something like that. Out of the 100,000 dentists in the United States, are any of them in a gang? I really doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I heard Anissa Holmes is in a gang. <laughs> uh huh. I heard she's a uh, she's from the Sinaloa cartel. So oh, I heard she runs. There you go. Uh huh. She runs it. You better watch out, guys. You end up with a horse head in your in your bed. Yeah, um, be careful. Um, it's it's a joke that's called a callback, Anissa. If you're still listening, which I'm sure you're not, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Joking around. <laughs> oh, Lance, I think it's gonna about do it for tonight. I think it should. Whose turn is it for a song? Yeah, it'd be me. It's you. Okay, so before you do this, uh, do you have a song in mind? I do. I can name that song in thirty notes. I, I doubt it. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I doubt no, it as well. No, I actually. You were, you were going to get creative, but this is going to be just one of those blatant, obvious ones, and you're going to okay. go, oh, well, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding out what it is. Uh, okay. A couple of quick things here. Um, I want to give a quick shout um, via our buddy Steve Vorholt, uh, who famously came to our live show with a T-shirt on that said, tough look for my guy, and uh-huh. our name's on the back, which I just still uh, i am in love with. That's so um, awesome. Uh, Steve wanted us to give a shout-out to his assistant, Tara. Okay. What's up, Tara? Uh, uh, thanks for for helping out our boy Steve day to day. He couldn't make it without you at all. Um, so we, we appreciate the listen and uh, we're, we're glad to have you as part of our, uh, what, what, Lance, what did we say our, our I, gang um, name was? Uh, no, uh, um, screwdroppers. Screwdroppers. We're glad, gr- glad to have you as part of our screwdropper gang. Um, even though I don't play implants, but that's semantical. We don't have to get into that. Right. Um, share this with your friends. Uh, you got somebody you went to dental school with, went to hygiene school with, went to assisting school with, somebody you work with, whatever. Um, show it, you know. Like, show us some love. Tell them about yeah. it. That's how we go to the show. It's how we get bigger. Rate and review. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. What's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. Love five, too. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Working Interferences. With Josh and Lance on Facebook, Instagram at Winterferences, Twitter at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. DM us with questions. We love to hear from you. Lance, tell me about your song. Now, I just feel nostalgic for my roots. And, you know, I'm from Seattle, born and raised the whole area. And Seattle at one point had a big famous music scene. And, um, so I was just listening to Man in a Box by Alice in Chains today and went, damn, I love Alice in Chains. Good group. 
So good group still together. No, Lane Staley's dead. Okay. Do they have somebody playing that role? Uh, I think they've, they've reunited a few times and and had people help out, but that for all intents and purposes, uh, they're past tense. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a boxing studio next to my office Ah. and, uh, the head trainer there has since gone on to open up his own gym. Shouts to Tony. What's up, Tony? Love you, brother. Um, I think I see him tomorrow, actually, as a patient. No. Um, right. He's, you know, the meanest, like, looking, <laughs> uh-huh. most ripped black brother you'll ever see. Like, uh-huh. straight up, dude, the studio will murder you. Like, he's uh-huh. he's cut and ripped and huge and, like, just straight, man, just straight killer. And my brother loves Allison Chains, and I always nice. give him a hard time. I'm like, dude, you are the only brother in the world that loves Allison Chains, and uh-huh. he loves Al. And every day he'd work out to Allison Chains, I'd hear it next door. Nice. So shouts to Tony. So what was the name of the song? Man in the Box. Man in the Box. Yeah. By Allison Chains. Very good. Well, this is a whole lot of garbage today. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm glad we got through this so that next week we can talk about Paul Pierce. Uh-huh. Uh, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. Mm-hmm.